0: Just transition energy projects needed now, Shell Foundation. Real projects on the ground, that can transition developing countries to renewable solutions justly, are what is needed now, along with the correct use of blended finance to create sustainable entrepreneurship as asset bases are repurposed, a global webinar has heard. Without a just energy transition, the world will likely end up with a less hot planet but far hotter social temperatures within the socio-economic fabric. Renewable energy solutions that can simultaneously help emerging markets to grow are what is urgently needed, the Scan climate event, covered by Mining Weekly, emphasized. The great thing is that big companies will be able to have projects and will be able to attract capital to have them. However, we need more than that. We need local entrepreneurs in local markets who are able to drive some solutions, Shell Foundation chairperson Gail Clintworth told the webinar, in which United Nations Special Envoy on Climate Change Action and Finance Mark Carney and Anglo-American CEO Mark Cutifani also took part. Clintworth whose Shell Foundation is a social investment initiative that works with external partners to promote sustainable development, reported that blended finance was increasingly enabling local entrepreneurs to deliver some return, and if allowed to play its supposed role, would do so to an even greater extent. My experience in the last couple of years is that there's so much risk aversion in those who should be de-risking, said Clintworth. But what had to be top of mind was that it was not going to be the big guys only that can solve this. We need more entrepreneurs, and we need to put some faith in them, she added. In response to Globe Scan CEO Chris Coulter on the potential for the negative climate populism being displayed in many of the countries of the world to delay progress, Clintwith described as great youth excitement about the combating of climate change. In addition, the awareness level of climate impact was high but she questioned whether governments had done enough to inculcate in their citizens the great potential socio-economic benefit of the energy transition, and that just transition structures were envisaged for especially coal-mining towns faced with the need of the globe to decarbonize. Carney reported that $4 trillion to $5 trillion a year would be needed for the transition which made the $130 trillion available sufficient to arrive at net zero by 2050 at the latest. Kutafani's blueprint for mines in the decarbonization process is to introduce renewable energy to reduce carbon emission and to generate green hydrogen, and then to deploy the green hydrogen to replace the diesel that the mines use to power haul trucks. That plan is at an advanced stage of implementation at Anglo-American Platinum's Platinum Group Metals (PGMs) mine at Mogoliquena, Limpopo. This green hydrogen produced by proton exchange membrane (PEM) electrolysis is catalyzed by platinum and iridium PGMs. PEM fuel cells, in turn, convert the green hydrogen into clean electricity, catalyzed by platinum and ruthenium PGMs. The Hydrogen Council reports that electrolyzer markets could grow to one quarter of a terawatt by 2030, and over three terawatts by 2050, to meet the demand for fossil fuel-free green hydrogen. The electrolysis of water when an electric current is used to separate water into its component elements of hydrogen and oxygen, is a well-established way of producing hydrogen, the World Platinum Investment Council WPIC, has reported. When the electric current is derived from a renewable source, solar photovoltaic panels or a wind turbine, for example, the hydrogen made is green. PEM electrolyzers and alkaline electrolyzers, South African versions of which are also PGM-catalyzed, are the two leading electrolysis technologies commercially available. PEM electrolysis creates a reaction using an ionically conductive solid polymer, rather than a liquid, as in an alkaline electrolyzer. PEM electrolyzers, which contain a platinum catalyst, were first developed during the 1950s for the space program, currently, they have moved from the niche to the mainstream as the case for green hydrogen has strengthened. Currently, OPEC has reported, they are being driven by the need to find solutions for decarbonization, the improving business case for green hydrogen, based on growing renewable generation capacity and falling renewable electricity costs, and innovation in PEM technology. For example, Johnson Matthey is working with newly established Norwegian company Hestar as on its next-generation PEM electrolyzer system to improve performance by 10%, enabling greater hydrogen production or lower power consumption, ultimately reducing the costs associated with green hydrogen production. Earlier this year, Europe's largest PEM electrolyzer was installed at Shells Energy and Chemicals Park Rhineland, near Cologne, Germany. The electrolyzer can produce up to 1,300 T of green hydrogen a year, which will initially be used to produce fuels with lower carbon intensity. The green hydrogen will also be used to help decarbonize other industries. Plans are already underway to expand the electrolyzer's capacity from 10 megawatts to 100 megawatts. PEM electrolyzers were used at the Rhineland site as they are more compact than a conventional alkaline electrolyzer. In addition, They are suited to working with renewable energy sources because they can operate dynamically using varying loads of electricity, allowing them to operate when wind and solar energy generation are cheapest.